the Mile High Podcast Reviews. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Mile High Podcast. I am your host, James Thomas, with my co-host, as always, Dave. Hello, we've missed you guys. Yeah, we, uh, we're doing this review show because, uh, well, we like getting high, and there's a lot of cool shit going on right now, and we've filled up our room. We have the fullest round table uh, that we've ever had. Chris Law is back, Nancy Wilson is back, and DW has returned as well. And we're all here to talk about what, Dave? We're talking about Disney+. Plus. That's pretty much it. Yeah, Disney Plus is the, the, the literal new beast out there right now. The Netflix killer, as they like to say. Uh, it launched a little over a week ago. Uh, I was in Nashville when it launched, and I spent a day watching Disney Plus in the room that we were at because it had ice storm the night before, and I absolutely was just fine watching Disney movies all day. So, uh... First off, just to touch on it real quick, what I'm just gonna go around the circle and, and tell me what do you think? Like yes or no? Rank it, rank it. Tell me what do you think, Dave? Disney Plus. Love Disney Plus, not as much as Hulu and Netflix yet. Interesting, Chris. Um, a lot of potential. I'm kind of at the same point, Dave. That it's don't like it as much as Hulu or Netflix. Or it's just new. It's yeah. new. Nancy. It's the same to me. It's just different shows now, but. Um, a good selection. I think I'm with you guys. I, I wouldn't give up Hulu over it yet. Interesting. DW. I also enjoy it very much. I love a lot of the shows already. See, and so that's it. I have the general feeling of it. I, For me, I always say that, like, unlike Netflix and everything else, it, it does offer me my childhood. Netflix gets you Stranger Things. Netflix gets you some really interesting... Uh, of their own variety of shows. The Chef Show is wonderful. They do a lot of really good things on Netflix. Disney gives you every movie that pretty much <laughs> anybody grew up with, the TV shows that we all grew up with. Yeah, so, literally, every show and every movie that we have seen since we were three years old and then all the way through watching like Tailspin and Darkwing Duck in high school is fucking out there. But I think what Disney's going to have to deal with, because I get the appeal of that, is once that nostalgia kick wears off. Like for me, I started watching a couple of the older shows and... Right. Something even like Gargoyles, I'd love to get back into because I never caught up in the later seasons and watch that again and pick up on all the story stuff, but I know I'm not going to. And that's that's what Disney's going to have to compete on because, yeah, you have The Mandalorian, you have Jeff Goldblum, you have the High School Musical, the musical that showed the musical Inception. And it's that's what they're going to have to compete on. It's like, all right, you can have five or six good shows and you'll have the Marvel stuff, but after a while... You can't be a service where people are only subscribing for your tentacles. Yeah, but Disney's going to dump a bunch of money into it. That's the thing that they always do is they dump plenty of money. Uh, DW, we're going to ask you two things. First off, we are smoking your blunt. Yes. You rolled. Who are we smoking? (laughs) (laughs) Who are we smoking? We are smoking Lupe Shine and Sour Sativa from the Green Solution in Aurora, Colorado. Nice. I'd say Green Solution... Probably my favorite shop. Like I like Rocky Road better than Light Shade. Um, even though Road. you don't, I, the dudes that Rocky are, Road is cheap and, and, and it's shit's open. good and it's, it's open, open late. It's open, open late. It's open late. Yeah. yeah. More and they're and they're, you know the people are, have always been super friendly, but you know Green Solution, Green the Dragon. Selection you cannot beat the selection. Yeah. They've got clones. Yeah. They've got everything you can think of. Yeah, it's the Apple Store of weed. It is Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great I always call it the Starbucks of weed. 
Yeah, it's it's literally weed has gone from trying to fucking buy weed on a dark corner um, at night, or to now it's fucking Starbucks and I yeah. in the Apple Store. Yeah. Yeah. In that, they have it's only been like what ten years? What in the public? They taking pictures with the grow rooms behind them. Yeah. 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 It's like a tourist thing now. I'll tell you what, the biggest tour, and I think the Green Solution is the closest thing to a tour thing we have out here, but I went to Planet 54 in Las Vegas, where it's a whole entertainment complex of weed, and they're like, videotape everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here, they're like, don't take pictures, they just start opening up, they're like, videotape everything, but I like Green Solution, I kind of feel like I'm going to Walmart over a mom-and-pop store, which is crazy, because I know, like, even Rocky Road or these other ones aren't necessarily mom-and-pop stores, it's definitely streamlined. It's the Apple Store. It's Walmart. It's oh, Green Solutions also getting uh, bought out or in the process of getting bought out by right, a Canadian, Canadian company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and we were just talking earlier that um, the was it the one of the Senate committees has you know gone on and tried to de legalize uh, marijuana and tried to make it completely legal and. Stocks, weed stocks went up four hundred percent in a week. So it's it is a virtual um, commodity. It's a uh, booming economy. It's you know look how far we've come just in the last ten years. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, it's not going anywhere. Well, then you have other states moving towards uh, legalization. Like right now, Florida, they just got down there petition to put cannabis on the twenty twenty ballot. Which I don't know if it needs to be legal in Florida. It's Florida's a red state. It'll never happen in Florida. Oh, I think it will. It's received more than 313,000 signatures. It's still a red state. (laughs) But even Alaska's a red state. Alaska's as red as they come, and they're completely recreational. Alaska's not a red state. Yes, it is. Of course it is. Alaska had legalized marijuana way before Colorado or Washington. And there's a there's a I bunch of red like states there. I think that's one of the things that unites our country. Yeah, it's super it's the level of weed. That's definitely a positive thing. Here's so, the thing: is that when I was in Florida, it was I think medical was already legal, but we yeah. stopped at this little like thrift shop thing to get knockoff Disney shirts because I'm not paying fifty dollars for a shirt. But um, well, especially for kids who are going to outgrow them. Right. So, anyways, we're outside in the parking lot. I'm getting my kids in the car. And there's this guy, and he's got this giant blunt hanging out of his ear and a lit one hanging out of his mouth, and he's, like, puffing on it and blowing out, passing it to somebody in the parking lot. It's pretty, it was pretty blasé. So I kind of get the feeling, I mean, that one incident doesn't necessarily indicate anything. No, there's a lot of weed in Florida. I lived in Florida. It's just will never be recreationally legal, I think. Well... Florida man has something to say about that. <laughs> Do you hear the new Florida man story that just happened today? No. Some <laughs> it's hard to keep up. He, yeah. Florida man's quite so busy. Florida man left his dog in a car, and the dog stole the car and went around. <laughs> it went around in circles for an hour. Uh, the dog was driving a car for an hour in Florida. I actually did see that one in his driveway. You know, or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but Florida does also have one other thing, which is. Walt Disney World, the best thing that Florida has offering to it, and and that comes to Disney Plus. Yes, that was a great. Nice nice circle back. Way to bring it back. Totally reeled it in. So (coughs) let's let's just get this out of the way because I want to talk about a lot of what Disney Plus has to offer. But realistically, if I go around, I have a feeling that a good majority of you, if I ask what your favorite show or what you're enjoying the most on the Disney Plus is right now. Is probably the Mandalorian. It's going to be at least in yeah. your top three. I thought well, I was here to talk about the, yeah. the uh, gold one. 
Yeah. See, I, you know, Chris and I are uh, Team Goldblum. Everybody so. <laughs> else is not. Everybody else is Team Yoda. Baby Yoda. So Fucking Baby Yoda just took over the world by yeah. storm. Yeah. And obviously, for anyone listening, spoilers for If you haven't seen Baby Yoda on the internet, yeah. literally fucking yeah. everywhere, then too fucking bad. That shit literally. They didn't have to put any kind of trailer out. If they would have just put a picture of Baby Yoda like <laughs> doing his arm thing. They'd be like, hey, watch our Star Wars show. Here's Baby Yoda. And people were like, well, I'm going to watch that fucking show. Yeah. The first episode, I literally said, this is not capturing me quite yet until Baby Yoda at the end. I was like, oh, episode two is going to get me. Oh, yeah. And it did because I like cutesy. But, yeah, he's just perfect. So do you guys like the fact that Disney Plus right now is making you wait for shows? Or do you prefer the Netflix binge model? I'm fine with them making you wait. It's, I don't know, it makes more sense, especially on a show like uh, The Mandalorian. When you look at the way it's shot, Absolutely. the way it's paced, it's yeah. a lot more like older westerns. And I'm like, and, and I know, it, I have friends who are like, I'm going to wait until it's all done and then I'm going to binge it. And That's... I'm like, that seems like such a shitty show to binge, even from the first two episodes and part of the third. I'm like, you, you're going to ruin it. Right. I think, I think I'm, yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't mind, but I, sometimes there are shows where I do that. I wait until the end of the season on purpose. Yeah, and, and, so, and some I can get, but The Mandalorian, I'm like, so at this point, you'd be watching a bunch of episodes of Pablo Pascal being mostly silent. And we all in a row, and it's like, that just won't work. Yeah. And we're only waiting a week. I prefer it. I yeah. like waiting. Well, and another Disney Plus show that we watched this week is uh, the Jeff Goldblum That's such show. a great show. And he talks about anticipation being better than the reward itself, yeah. so... I think there's a touch of that. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think Disney definitely understood that. I think that uh, yeah, it'll keep you coming back. Yes, yes, it'll keep you have a reason to like. What's we new dis- this week? We discussed what I did. Uh, Star uh, Star Trek on CBS. You you and I have discussed repeatedly if CBS All Access is worth, and I say yes, yes. specifically for Star Trek. But <laughs> then I remove it. I don't have a continual reason to come back. All the time. So once Star Trek's over, you're counseling that service. Right. Now, I well, would imagine... to go back through everything, including the animated series, which... No one wants God to go first on your soul. No one wants to go back to the animated series. But, no, okay. Disney Plus, and if they're smart, I imagine what will end up playing out is that The Mandalorian will end, and one of their next big shows, a Marvel show or something, will have to fill that weekly void... You know, they have to do it like networking a, an actual uh, channel, you know. I think that something it's comes like in. It's like the old school live TV where you right. watch a show and then you'd have to wait for the next episode. But see, to me, I think that's, going back to what I said earlier, I think that's going to be their biggest problem is having a streaming service where it's just about the exclusives. And I don't know how viable that is, even though you do have the back catalog. Right. For, for you, I know, James, that you're somebody who's going to go back and watch a lot of those. Most people like the Apple Dumpling Gang. Hell yeah, yes. man! And Mr. Boogie, which is what sold me on the service. But but I think a, a lot of people. <laughs> it's a classic. And I will fight anyone who says otherwise. But I, I think for a lot of people, that nostalgia kick is going to wear off after a month. And I don't know how viable it is, even if you constantly having new Marvel, new Pixar stuff coming in, having a streaming service. Here's another scenario. What about the little kids? Personally, no little kids that love that watch it now. 
They watch, come home, they watch it. They love it because it, to them it's new. It's not just an old episode of... And I haven't thought that is my biggest blind spot yeah. in that That's argument, though, is even a lot of parents who the nostalgia will, will be them. over, but their kids will still be watching. Yeah, yeah one of the best stuff. things that I've uh, enjoyed so far is going back and watching the old original X-Men cartoon yeah. from the 90s, because that show was so great, and then watching it with my kid. Um, but the, what's going on with this Disney model is that it's not going to end up being the Netflix or Hulu killer that people say, because we watch Jeff Goldblum. And then Jeff Goldblum was over. They had nothing else new that I didn't want to get started on The Mandalorian because I couldn't finish it. Um, but then we went back to Hulu and started watching Bob's Burgers again. And then we went back to Netflix and started watching The Office. I know You'll that's never going get on. rid of Netflix. Well, I don't think you want to get rid of any of these because when you have a limited amount of um, intellectual property that is original, uh, once it's done... It hasn't bought yet. Well, yeah, yeah, and once just to clarify, just while we have everybody in here, Hulu is also owned... By Disney, they're the majority stakeholder, and Hulu they also yeah. own ESPN Plus. So, who did Disney as Disney Plus as the Netflix killer? And part of my argument is going to go along with they have Hulu, and they can put Fox's all of Fox's old catalog. Disney yeah. Plus does not have all of Fox's old catalog on there, and they have ESPN for people who still love live sports. Absolutely, Disney, maybe not Disney Plus, but Disney's triple package, Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus is a pretty mm. strong Netflix killer. Netflix has yeah. a lot of original shows that people love. Yeah, and great movies. And they do, they do all the British baking shows. They have the Queer Eye. And they have um, Black Mirror. They have, there's a lot of stuff going on there that you, you can't get rid of. Yeah, I mostly go to Netflix for their originals. I rarely go back oh, yeah. and yeah, watch. Like, I'm not stuff. watching repeat movies. No, yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. some great movies but, on Netflix. But that's why I hate the term Netflix killer, and I've heard it. Bandied around a lot about Disney Plus. Right. I think it's misunderstanding the market that they're going for. I mean, Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix, when they asked him about it six months ago, saying he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a subscription." I think for them, they Disney Plus wants to be your side piece, and it's so you're gonna have Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. I'm sure somebody out there has Amazon as their main thing. There's got to be at least one, but you'll have Amazon that. comes with. Prime and everyone has yeah. Prime. Yeah, and and I think thing. Disney wants to be, they want to be your side piece and go, oh, yeah, sure. seven, seven bucks a month? I paid $60 for a year. It's $5.80 a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. Netflix is, you know, whatever, $8 or $12. So for the value wise, it's half the cost of Netflix. And I don't know how much Hulu is. Well, I think the pricing, that's another reason you see. Seven or it's a good value for. Five, and, five, yeah. a month. Well, and I think that's that's what shows you. Uh, and some people could probably only like pick one. Yeah. Well, and and that's why I think it shows that they're going to be that secondary one. Yeah. It's they're doing what Nintendo does with consoles. They know you're going to have your main one, but it's like, hey, but you, you're always going to have us, and that's what Disney's going. For. But, but going back to what DW DW had said about Nancy. That's all right. You, 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 you outed uh, Nancy earlier, so yeah, we all get one. Okay, so uh, <laughs> luckily beeping is yeah. What DW had said about kids? Yeah. If you can only pick one, and you yeah. have kids, you will go with Disney Plus as your primary. Right. Yeah, I'd go especially say. if you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah. yeah, that it's a great. True. It's a great value. Well, well, it's absolutely the best value. Like entertainment because you're using somebody else's password already. Yeah. Disney cracking down on that though. Like Netflix, 
you know, I'm going to just out my sister. I've given my sister my Netflix password for years. Oh, yeah. Disney is going around, and they're going to, you know, give you a limited number of um, devices. devices, and they'll start cracking down I was down surprised they did not but, do that. But what's smart about it is you can do up to four devices simultaneous uh, with 4K streams, and I'm fine with that. I don't necessarily... Yeah, it's, it's a good mix between Netflix, where <coughs> there, there was one root Netflix login that everybody's been using right. for the last decade, <laughs> right. and, and completely cracking it down. And I'm like, I think four, I'm like, that's decent. Cause, uh, I, um, James, you posted uh, this really great picture this week of um, all the streaming services as the, as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we got a lot of people, um, you know... Um, responding to that one picture, and it, I think that's exactly how this is going to go. Where Netflix started this whole thing, uh, and they're always going to be around like Master Splinter. Everybody's just going to grow up and evolve around it, uh, but they're not going to go away. I don't think any of the big ones are going to go away. Even the little like Twitches of the world and all the other little streaming services, um, they're going to still there's still going to be um, an audience for it. Shameless plug. I'll be. I've been doing Twitch streaming, so that'll get promoted on here at some point. Um, Excellent. This but, is a great place for us yeah. to, like, hawk our wares. <laughs> so I'll be doing that later, for sure. Well, and, and you know, going back to them just by a virtue of being a streaming thing, and DW, I'm intrigued to hear uh, your thoughts, because you're one of the other tech people yeah. like me. Uh, I take it you've been doing the 4K, HDR, streaming, all of that? Yeah. That's I have a TV mic cord and a TV. Yeah. It sucks a lot of bandwidth. Yeah. It's. I'm impressed though. It looks talk. as well, good like as like a Blu-ray or something. I mean, I don't know. When you guys have been streaming, to me, it looks better than like Netflix or Amazon. On oh, Disney, that's, that's one thing. Yeah, I'll get yeah. it. It's it's solid. They're sharp. Disney's pictures come across sharp. Yeah. And I, you know, I'll give it to that. Um, not to go too deeply into these things. So let's let's just knock out the Mandalorian the first episode. What I mean, what here's the thing. Does this Star Trek? Does this Star Wars universe? My favorite thing about Rogue One is it was the Star Wars universe without any of the Star Wars characters. Is this a good use of us of the Star Wars universe? Is it uh, what, what the first episode when you see it? What what, what were your thoughts? So I did uh, reviews. Our very first actual um, review show. No, that was about Doctor Sleep. Sorry. Our second review show was about the Mandalorian. And what I talked about was what is great about the Mandalorian is it's not a Skywalker-led saga. Um, I don't know if if you guys listen to Kathleen Kennedy and she was bitching this week that there's no source material, um, and she's complaining that these movies are suffer from no source material like Game of Thrones did. And what John Favreau, who is fucking absolutely brilliant, he can he realizes the scope of the Star Wars universe. He realizes the potential of it. And he is drawing up a really creative story that has very little to do with the, like, the overarching battle of good right. and evil. Um, he, he just touches on it, but he doesn't need to rely on the Skywalkers right. at all. I love, it just looks clean. It, I, I, the look of it, everything about it technically is just you know, off to a really good start. Yeah, yeah. It's beautifully it's, shot. Yeah. Beautifully yeah. shot. And it's shot like a Western. That's one thing I love. I love watching Westerns with my dad. And this reminds me of those fucking spaghetti Westerns with Clint Eastwood, where they're, you know, good, Like a uh, Sergei Oregoni. Like Western, something like that. Yeah, no, I think it was, I think it's a, uh, 
Yeah, I think it's a strong show. I think <coughs> oftentimes, ha-ha, <laughs> D.W. knew enough to bring his own soda because of all of that issue last time with him trying to take your coat. Um, but the, uh, I think it's, I think it's a, I think when we look back at the old Star Wars, people love the movies not because they are great no. works Because of, they're, they're not. They're not great. <laughs> they're training, but they created a amazingly cool universe. You right. know what I mean? They introduced all these great characters, so you look back on it fondly, as long as you don't look back on it too closely. Yeah. If you look back on it too closely, you're like, these movies are That's kind not of... not 4K for sure. Right. No. They're fun. But they, the universe they, is a great universe. Fun, yeah, yeah and, it, and The Mandalorian is making the best use of it that I've seen since Rogue One, which is my favorite Star Wars Well, movie. and some of the complaints I've been seeing, and people are saying there's a bit too much slapstick, things like that, and I'm like, I, I like that there's a humor in there because it goes back to what Lucas was trying to do with the originals. He was making an updated version of, like, the Saturday morning serials that he watched as a kid. Yeah. And they would have that silliness and the action, and I'm like, that's what I like about The Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. That in little touches that like his armor stays dented, things like that that a lot of shows won't do. And I'm like, you guys were saying how well shot yeah, it is. The it's like down to little things like that. Well, and we watched that one episode together, and we were both wondering how, where Baby Yoda was yes. when Mandalorian <laughs> was chasing the um, the the sand crawl. Yeah, thank you. And we immediately like it's like they heard us. Yeah, a little shot of it following him. I was like, oh, yeah. good job. Because I had already seen it, and I was watching it, and she's like, where is it? And I didn't want to say anything, and then like 30 seconds. But it's one of those, a bunch of other shows, you wouldn't have that. It'd just be like, oh, Baby Yoda's there in the game. But it's yeah. like, no, here. Because everybody's going to ask. One of my criticisms, it's not really a criticism, it's more of a critique, is when you think of these Mandalorians, these are these like elite super commandos, and you think of Boba Fett, just quiet, all business, this Mandalorian was really chatty the first episode, and he was like making jokes, and you you don't really expect that from. I actually, I was kind of goofy, and I think that um, the Blurgs and uh, Wail, who is the little guy, the little wrinkly, yeah, Nick Dalty. I think mean, those are kind of goofy. Like they just they had a goofy look about them, but they didn't detract. It was just you know an observation, a critique. Wow. Yeah. No. You know. So I think. Uh, Yoyil is this, the, the, that character's name. Yeah, I think that wouldn't that be cool? How he ends everything with "I have spoken" is uh, that's not a species thing. What if that was just something that Yoyil decided to do, like in second grade, and he's hanging out with his friends, and he's like, he's like, "Where to go play on the playground?" I have spoken, and they're like, "What?" Why? And he just did that for his entire life, and people just accept it because that's just <laughs> how he ends. It's not like his whole species ends with that. It's just him. He's one dude who just started to say That's why he lives alone, because nobody can take right. that shit. Right. Like, if you heard it, you would go hell. We know. Just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, I love the show. Well, Yoda talks the way he yeah. does because of that guy around him? <laughs> Yoda actually had a stroke like 300 years ago. <laughs> I think do you guys think it's proper yeah, that it's it do, you, do you guys think it's Baby Yoda or do you think it's a I, different, no, a different not exactly. the worst species. theory that I've heard and I hope it's not true is but the timing lines up is yeah. that it's a clone of Yoda because and Nancy had asked she's like does the timing work out because apparently I'm a geek and people think I would know stuff like that and of course I did because about 50 years before... I wondered before, about it, so I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> and about 50 years before, it would have been the Clone Wars. 
And with the new movie coming out, I'm like, all right, is it going to be cloned Palpatine, and this is a cloned Yoda, which is stupid, but I have to remind myself, all of the Star Wars movies are kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff to tie up. I mean, they do the best they can. I think it's going to be great. The movie looks great. It looks beautiful. I'm excited for it. So is there anything else on Disney Plus that people... Tell me the weirdest thing you watched. Not, not the weirdest. Or the what's the other? What's the next thing that you were excited about? Jeff Goldblum show. That is that such good. a great yes. show. That is literally. I love Mandalorian, but that is my favorite show on Disney Plus right now. I have to watch it. Um, yeah, watch it. Oh. One so I would great. suggest that I, I imagine none of you have watched, but is fantastic. And um, my my room got very dusty when I watched it. Marvel Hero Project actually an amazing show and it's just like little kids who are doing stuff that make you feel motivated to stop smoking that bowl and tomorrow you're gonna get started you know but these <laughs> kids are great <laughs> and it's just these awesome stories and i put it on while i was cleaning and i'm like ah, okay it's just perfectly manufactured tug at your heartstrings disney like excellent you not that something I expected to watch. Descendants isn't on Disney Plus. One and two is. I, yeah. so, I haven't seen it on there. Yeah, so Disney one, so Descendants one and two is on there. But that's okay because we have three on our DVR still. Right. So we have the set. Yeah. I mean, I thought James was the only tween girl here, but now I see there's three. <laughs> <laughs> the music is catchy. Some of I'm sorry. it. <laughs> what, else did you, what about you, Nancy? What did you watch on Disney Plus that you thought was... Um, I didn't watch a lot of the originals besides Goldblum and The Mandalorian. So, But I did, I was surprised, I ended up watching the beginning of um, the live-action Lady and the Tramp movie, and I ended up finishing the whole thing. And of all the live-actions, it was the one that was the least weird and different, and like it was, a, it was still good. People in the room ended up finishing it with me. Nobody left. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it too. Yeah, I'll give it this. It's I haven't seen Lion King or Aladdin. Like nothing against them, but I'm just like, eh. I even had a flight where I'm like, I could watch both of them, and I'm like, there's better movies at the time. I've seen the trip I went into. I'm like, I don't need this, but it was completely inoffensive. Yeah, it's the best way to describe it. I'm like. I was entertained, and there was nothing that upset me. The dog's faces were expressive enough, but still dog-like. Yeah. It was a good balance, and it was really close to the original, with a little bit less of the old-timey offensiveness. <laughs> yes. yeah. a little less the, the cats were much less racist. The cats were less racist. No, but they still had a song about cats being dicks. Yeah, well, that's they not racist. Like, we're dicks. We're yeah, still just, dicks. Yeah. That's not racist. That's just the way yeah, of life. Cats are assholes. We're cats. And they had tiny MAGA hats, which I thought was a weird choice by Disney. Like, they normally don't go that political, but... Yeah, so I ended up liking that. And I was also surprised that I liked Noelle, because I don't like Anna Kendrick. Uh, How you not like Anna Kendrick? I don't want to say she's it's, just it's a sunshine mean reason. It's a really mean reason. What are you watching, D? <laughs> <laughs> he gave you a nice out there. Thank I was you. watching Netflix. No, I watched... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> X Men, the original X Men movies are the different TV show. Yeah, yeah. great show. Such a great show. Oh, James, you're like the Disney lover. Of yeah, all no, I watch a lot of things already. I watched <laughs> DuckTales, Legend of the Lost Lamp, which was still great. I Muppet's watched Christmas Carol. Muppet's Christmas Carol. 
I watched the Imagineering story. Oh, yeah, that was good. Is that a documentary here? Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's fantastic. It's the whole yeah. Disney uh, From story. the beginning, yeah. So it starts with how they built Disneyland and how it was like, people were like, this is never going to work. And so instead of going with architects, Walt was like, he's like, no, never mind. I'm just going to go with uh, animators, you know, or people who are used to making studios, you know, and like prop people. He's like, I'm going to go with them over architects. And that's how he designed this whole crazy world. It's a really very fascinating series that goes deeply into uh, the Disney legacy I watched Noel. I watched uh, yeah. I watched a lot of old Disney movies. The first thing I think the first thing I watched was the Ducktales movie. No, the first thing I watched was Frozen. The first thing I did watch was Frozen, and I watched like they have Steamboat Willie. Yeah, they have Steamboat Willie. They have classic Mickey Mouse. I you know you can it's there's a lot of good things. The Simpsons. Oh, the Simpsons. Yeah. I like Forky Ask a Question. Oh, yeah, Forky that was funny. Yeah, Forky's Forky. It's one of those, when I've watched them, like, it's kind of funny. I'm like, there's a really funny short here. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I love Forky. It's, it's a well... It's smart. I, here's the thing. Overall, I think Disney Plus... Disney knows what they're doing. They had a huge catalog set up to go into this. They're planning on making a lot of original things that I think are just going to boost with an already, uh, yeah. you know, strong Hulu, service. Disney Plus, and ESPN is $13 a month. So, see, look at Netflix. So, yeah, sports, Hulu, and yeah. Disney. See, my biggest issue right now with Disney, though, is I've still been having problems with the search. I've not been able to find Song of the South. Mm-hmm. I've tried <laughs> on my computer, my TV... My criticism of <laughs> Disney Plus as a format is we cannot find, like, like if we start a show and then we leave and try to go back to it, you have to, like, search, search and again. find. You don't have a, you know, recently watch list, which is, like, the most first world problem of first world. Right? And not really good recommendations, like, not recommendations that I've noticed at all. Well, that probably hasn't built its algorithm. They don't have yeah. enough data. Right. Well, and Netflix and, has years of data. And how much with Disney do you start being a, in a closed system at that point with recommendations where... And now how big can they really get? Right. Like, you work. watch the Goofy movie, do you want to see Chitty Chitty Baby? Right. And you're like, that's entirely yes. different, but I do. Right. How hard is it to Keep put away recommendations from the on a Disney thing? Yeah. They're like, you, they're like pick 15 movies. They're like, we don't know what he likes. Yeah. They're like, pick 15 fucking movies. <laughs> He's going to like yeah. six of them, you know? So... That's a good recommendation. That makes a lot of they, sense. They gave the recommendation engine to like Steve the intern when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, just he just did his first Hello World <laughs> thing the other day. <laughs> right. Just throw Lion King in there, be the bees, and people be like, oh yeah, I love those movies. You know? <laughs> throw a Toy Story in. Uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. mix it up a little bit. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Get in that promotion. Right. So. Yeah, the UI is not as flushed out as Netflix. No. That is a very good point. It's what is UI? User, user interface. interface. Yes. Thank you. On my TV, it, it's it's nice. Xbox is nice. Uh, PC, still not great. Yeah. But I like the, the layout on my TV, but I don't like the grouping. Uh, the, how it's the uh, Disney, Pixar, yeah, like Marvel, Nat Geo, or at least the way it's displayed. I'm yeah. intrigued to see if they they'll, keep they'll, it. Like, they'll work on all that. Because I, I think it makes it look limited, that if you're some, somebody signing in, you're like, oh, you have these five things, and that's all of it. I'm underwhelmed by their Nat Geo offering. Yeah. 
that Geo National National Geographic has years and years and years and years of documentary series and everything. But that's not what's under National Geo right at the moment. I mean, maybe they have access to that. I don't know who owns the older rights of National Geo. Well, and it's kind of getting into the Fox, I think. Rupert Murdoch. Well, and it's kind of getting into the, the uh, weeds, no pun intended, with the, uh, the tech nerdy stuff again. With Nat Geo, because they've done like 4K specials, things like that. If you're going to have the Star Wars, things like that, I'm like, I can't get a lot of uh, cable channels or things like that that are in 4K. It's like, Disney should give me that. I'm like, all right, I have all your new shows. Give me your nature documentaries, things like that. But like you said, the Nat Geo is kind of underwhelming. Yeah. So give me more content, and if you're going to push the bleeding edge elsewhere, then go, Well, give me all of that. Nat Geo has a lot of potential, and it's definitely you know, a good uh, change of pace from all the other entertainment companies. But Fox bought Nat Geo, or Rupert Murdoch bought Nat Geo a few years ago, and so they really only have access to whatever Fox owned. And so I'm not even sure they own a lot of that old stuff. So they have to start building in uh, a bunch of newer programs. The reality shows on there. I'm so sick of that. Like History Channel, no history. It is frustrating. frustrating. Sometimes it's like you turn on, I think it's the History Channel, you turn it on and it's like American Pickers. Not that I don't like American Pickers, but that's not history. It's it's them buying things that might come from history, but no, it's not. American Pickers is comfort food. I feel like they should do what HBO did and kind of subgroup it a little bit. Oh, I thought you were going to say you had more full frontal nudity and violence. <laughs> so, Which it would actually be historically accurate. What kind of shows are you looking forward to that they haven't put out yet? In general or Disney, Disney Plus? Disney well, Disney, no, yeah, Disney Plus shows that they've announced that you're most looking forward to. I think about a huge slate of movies and uh, shows coming out. So I think anything they do with Marvel... I'm excited. I, I I'm a, I'm a fan of superhero TV shows that have done well. I and I've given a lot of uh, chances to uh, Asians Asians of Shield. <laughs> so, chances to Asians? What? You come along with Asians? I'm now when you were mocking that guy with the pedicab. <laughs> now all of that stuff. Now I see it. No more homework jokes or anything. So, no. But with I think that I I'm excited about. What they're gonna do with Marvel? I I want to see what they want to do with uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, I that's what I was gonna be say. Want Vision? Yeah. Um, did you watch the uh, the Marvel special that kind of uh, explained what the Marvel shows are gonna be about? I did not. All right, it's uh, it's. Do you yeah, have Disney Plus heroes. open at all? <laughs> do you have Disney Plus open? Uh, I'll have to look at. It. So there's a Marvel show. Um, that's basically the Ken Feige Comic-Con speech, introducing the new shows that are going yeah. on at Disney+. Plus. And in it, he explains how those shows, are, what the, the shows are going to be about, what they look like, and how they tie into the overall um, universe. And he said that WandaVision is going to be like a 1950s sitcom. Mm. And, but that show is going to have the most... Um, Implications for the overall Marvel Universe. And they're going to have fucking Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel coming out. I'm fucking stoked for that. Oh, Miss Marvel is, first of all, a um, Middle Eastern teenager as a major superhero. And she's going to play a big part in the overall MCU coming up. So I'm looking forward to seeing the internet get mad. 
As soon as, oh, like, I was know. amazed when they announced that they're going to bring Kamala Khan in, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know people are going to fucking lose their oh, mind, I'm, but... I'm going to get my popcorn. She's a great fucking comic book yeah. character, dude. Uh, if you don't read a lot of comic books, just pick up her origin story. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. It's like eight ninety nine. Fucking great comic. Yeah. Really great character. So I highly recommend that. See what we need on Disney Plus. It's called Expanding the Universe. Yes. Expanding and the Universe. And it's like 20 something minutes. Yeah. Pretty short. So, really worthwhile. See, I was just thinking about stuff they could do on Disney Plus. You know what I'd love to see out of. And, then, and they've announced so many originals. I want to see a Shuri show. There you go. I would watch yeah. the shit out of a Shuri show. That'd be a cartoon show, for sure. Really? For Shuri. A lot from uh, Black Panther. Oh. Do a live action show. Frozen 2? I'm going to go see it tomorrow. We're seeing it tomorrow. Uh, oh, back. you guys need to put a review show on. Yeah. yeah. What, what show are you most excited to see? JT? Oh, man. I, I like, yeah, I think Scarlet Witch. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see what the Marvel show. I'm excited what Disney's going to do a year from now. I'm excited to see... Because I, I read an article that I found very fascinating. I wonder what you guys kind of think about it. Because I'm more excited about the movies they're going to put on there. That's uh, I agree. Like, the straight to Disney Plus, like they did with Ray, Lady of the Trap. Yeah. That could just bypass, you know, the movie theaters. Right. Then you're just watching movies. Right. And then I read an article where they said that Disney could kill the conventional theater if they decided to start releasing things straight to Disney Plus, you know? That's the difference with, between Netflix and Disney. Is Disney but I like that popcorn. I'm, I mean, yeah, you have to different. have... Yeah. I mean, sorry. Show <laughs> me, uh, <laughs> what show are you looking for, too? I think I'm with James. I, I wanna, I'm not sure totally. There's so much on there, and to be honest, the week it came out, I had to travel for work, so I didn't get to check it out as much. But um, I think... I'm just excited to see what they will do. Because I like The Mandalorian. I wasn't that excited about Disney Plus. I just thought it was going to be another Netflix, but just Disney movies, until I saw the trailer for The Mandalorian. So, you know, I'd like to see more of that kind of stuff. Not necessarily Star Wars, but... I'm hoping we get some of the uh, budget and production values that they have on the Disney stuff going over to uh, National Geo, which... Going back to what you were saying about them not having the best selection on there, one of the things I tried to look up is they did um, oh, two parts over the last couple of years, Mars, which was like a mini-series, and then they'd have interviews with scientists, so pretty well done. And I'm like, I'd love to see them have more stuff like that, give me interesting science things, great production values, and do docudrama. And I'm like, if it gets people watching science, it gets people watching science. <coughs> I know a great science fiction story that would be great on National Geographic. <laughs> Race to Space, David Hop. Available on Amazon. Excellent. Uh, nice. That's multiple plugs going around yes. from everyone. Yes. Damn. I need good. to plug something. Right? I'm plugging the show that you're on. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess I already won because you're listening. But, um, yeah, so no, I think. I, I think straight to Disney Plus, Jungle Cruise, like uh, yeah. Mulan. Yeah. Live action Mulan straight to Disney Plus, that would be well worth the price. Right. Because you got a, a production movie. Yeah. It's something Netflix cannot do yet. See, so with you bringing up Mulan. And Pixar movies. Yeah. If you do a Pixar movie, right to Pixar, to Disney Plus? Yep. 
But the, Ooh, that's ugh. totally different. But then how many bad Pixar sequels will we get right to Disney Plus? Part two. Part two. <laughs> but you know what? It, we, it's funny we talked about the Descendants earlier, but the, the reason that you're not going to get a bunch of bad Pixar uh, sequels is because, quite frankly, they don't do bad things like they used to. It's not... It's not Cinderella 2, Cinderella Road Through Time. The Descendants shows... It's a whole new take for a new generation. Yeah, that's That's true. Frankly, what I felt about Cinderella Through Time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm upset that you would slander it here. The the, the perfect argument is one of the first things I watched on Disney Plus also is Olaf's Frozen Adventure. No, it's Christmas. Yeah, I think it's Olaf's Frozen Adventure. It's Christmas. But it's great. It's a Christmas story concerning Olaf. I saw that before I had ever seen the movie Frozen. It's the reason I watched the movie Frozen. I was like, oh, Olaf's an idiot. I'll watch that movie. And so it's and it's great. Disney understands how to do those things now that they did. Their, their sequels are pretty strong. I've seen Toy Story all the way up to four. Mm-hmm. Every one of them is pretty decent. Yeah. Pixar doesn't put out a bad product. No, they don't. So. And I do like that I found out the other day that uh, Disney... It has to be intentional. It's set up to uh, traumatize an entirely new generation of kids. Because <coughs> if you go through in their list of like 20 or so recommended titles, they have the Black Cauldron mm. as one of them. And I'm like, to have that in the recommended, I'm like, little kids across the country are already watching that and having nightmares. I don't remember Black Cauldron. I remember that? it. I don't remember what it was about, though. So... One thing I want to talk to you guys about, like, what has the, been the best movie, like, the most nostalgic movie, like, I'm going to check this out, I'm, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, super fucking nostalgic, and I just want to watch it. Flight of the Navigator. Oh, that's a great pull. Mm. That's a good one that popped up. I strangely went with Newsies. Newsies? Mm-hmm. I, horrible movie. Yes, it's a terrible movie. I really did. I was just, because of you, that has to be my answer, too, is that was the first one. Yeah, I just randomly went through, and I was like, you know what? Newsies. And then I was like, yeah, I like that movie about as much as I thought I liked that movie. And so, uh, I don't know, some of my, I guess my real answer was DuckTales. That's the one I watched. I remember watching the DuckTales, the treasure of the magical lamp in, in the theater, because they released it in the theater. And so... Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. New DuckTales is on there too, which is something that everybody who liked original DuckTales should be watching. Yeah, it's a good show. It's brilliant. It's fun. And they have such a killer cast. Yes. Man, some great talent behind that. Yeah. Well, so that was our Disney Plus review show, because uh, our review shows are generally shorter than our other ones, but of course we did not follow that rule. But... Before we end out the review show, we've all kind of plugged something, but let's talk about, real quick, we all have some things that we're trying to do with Disney, or with a, not Disney Plus. I've, I'm They're worried great, about what eventually. Was, <laughs> good. Disney's all right. Sign it, sign it over. You them out. <laughs> um, no, with um, with my podcast, we're gonna, or at least with the platform that we're using, we may, what are we doing? What's what's happening right now? What do we have other things going on even in the off season? We have some plans going for the future. I will start off. Mike Santori, who has a ticket. Mike Santori is March 9th. March 9th, relocating to Denver, Colorado, and he will be a <laughs> function of the Malai podcast or its subsidiary or parent company. 
Uh, so that's... <laughs> Christ. Why? What, what I brought Who's to your the underwriter table. on that statement? Who's the underwriter? I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I brought that to... That's what I brought to the table. So, Dave, what do you got going on? Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> under bylaw... Sounds like... Aren't you doing a Disney podcast? No, I was going to get to that. I was okay. two different You <laughs> ruined the surprise. I'm also doing... It was on the list. And no, you didn't I, follow it was. It. I was gonna <laughs> that was the big reveal. I don't even have a paper in front of me. <laughs> I, think I, I gave, gave you a paper. I gave it a DW. It was a guess. He was a guess. Now that I've ruined the surprise. Now that I've ruined the surprise, I am also going to... We talked around Darkwing Duck. We talked about... DuckTales, I'm going to do a Disney afternoon review show. I was going to do it episode by episode, but Chris said that's stupid. Don't do yeah. that. People will stop watching. And I said, that's probably no, I told you there would be people who would watch it. Right. And those are not people who you want watching. Well, it's one of the people that would be watching would watch it would be me. So it's already, that genre has already lost one viewer, which it did not have a lot of. There'd be so, some angry comments. They're like, you know, in episode 127, right, you were right. really unfair <laughs> so in your judgment gonna, of Huey. I would have to skip a few of those. I'm going to do a club. I'm gonna, Honestly. I'm going to do Bubba a Bubba Trub episodes all gone. <laughs> Hey, no, not when Bubba Trevor comes up with the DuckTales. Um, I, I'm i going to do big clunks. I'm going to do like 15 episodes, half a season, because, you know, that's what it is. But I'm going to talk about the... These are cartoons that, for me, I came back and I watched. I watched it Disney Afternoon. From it, all the way from Gummy Bears to Bonkers. I stopped watching when Bonkers came on. But because it's included... I will watch Stupid Bonkers and have nothing nice to say about it already. Bonkers Dude, is not awful. Gummy Bears has the most iconic fucking intro song. Is of it on show Disney Plus? Yes. yes. I, I had to listen to Chippendale it. Chippendale Rescue Rangers is also right. on there. So is Tales. That'd be fun. Yes. What are you going to call it? Uh, I don't know. So Dave, sorry, Disney, Disney Cartoons with Jay. Now copyright bearing company. Right. Only license. <laughs> 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 Holy it's the same city area. <laughs> yes. That's why we need to have him around, because he can help us, you know, keep our foot out. I said gibberish, too. <laughs> I can say gibberish just as well as he can. Um, what about you? What do you got going on, Dave? Um, Chris Pace and I are going to do a monthly podcast where we uh, just pick different topics that we want to explore for an hour. So um, our first episode is going to be on the Goonies, and so we're doing some research on the Goonies, and we're going to do... Uh, just a deep dive on our love for it and, you know, some background stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're meeting tomorrow and just kind of fleshing out the, the program uh, and what to call it because uh, all my titles apparently are not whimsy enough for Chris. And so I need to whimsy find Whimsy is it. hard. Whimsy is fucking hard. I always, in, ha- always have found you to be particularly lacking yeah. in whimsy. <laughs> so. I, you know, <coughs> if, when you think of David Hawkins, you think whimsy. That's like the first fucking word. You <laughs> when he's so like whimsical, damn it. That guy is so whimsical. <laughs> Which makes it extra painful that I can't come up with a whimsical headline, uh, <laughs> title for my show. But it's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. Nancy, is heart still touring? Very funny. No. Awesome. I'm taking a break. Actually, I don't know. I don't have any plans yet. I have no extra show yet, so... Somebody give me a topic. There you go. You can do whatever. You can do whatever show. Um, I gave uh, one of our old microphones to my son, and I was like, "Come up with a podcast. Let's record it." And so he's gonna he's gonna do like YouTube um, reviews and shit. 
Um, cool. He's yeah. going to review oh, YouTube, other YouTubers. Oh, how meta. Yeah. yeah, so he's going to... He should review YouTube you know, reviewers. I'll be doing a review of that channel. Nice. <laughs> he gave Chris an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris, so what you know, whatever you want to do. We can upload as many fucking shows as we want. So if you well, that's my goal then. All I'm right. going to come up with an idea. That is my plan. Uh, <laughs> DW? Any projects coming up? Uh no, I'll maybe build you guys a website. Uh, All right. That'd yes. be a great way to send people places at the end of the show. <laughs> we just say words now. <laughs> Don't go to any weeks. But one day at the end of the show will actually guide people to places of importance. <laughs> um <laughs> Cool. I like what yeah. you're doing. What about you, Chris? Um, what I'm working on right now, uh, as you mentioned, Mike Santori seems to be coming out here. And so I, I really want to make him feel welcome when he gets out to Colorado. So coming out with a, a few ideas, just a, a welcome to the state. Like you mean dating? Uh, maybe. We'll see where it goes. We're both nice. single at the moment. He's the world's greatest dishwasher, so here he has that. He's a... I oh man, I'm so gonna. That video is totally will be linked at some point. Uh, Me and Santori dating. <laughs> that but the world's greatest dishwasher. Oh yes, <laughs> that video exists of him getting the award. We'll put it on the website. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Once the website is up, that is the video that. Will, it'll be hilarious. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Shit, like don't hold your breath. <laughs> we still haven't named our bong yet. We've been talking about that for. It's I Baby said that. Yoda. No. Baby, okay, I'm it's baby Yoda. Well, and we talked about the Mandalorian and it's little baby Yoda. I named that bomb. Baby Yoda. Boom. There you go. So that's how that goes. Cool. You have anything yeah, else going on? No, no, this right away. So we will have an idea of timeline for the second season. I would like to thank, as always, Chris for being here, Nancy for taking a break from the tour. Dave, my oh buddy, my always working with us, and our special guest, DW. He stuck around the whole show. He made the whole show. He, you've redeemed yourself. You're 50-50 on not being smoked out of the show. Awesome. So, I hope you come back. we got a new season. You know, what, the only thing that makes us a little better is, is having Santori. We've, we hosted five people at this table. It's a very doable thing. I think yeah, the studios... Yeah, we have... Should be. Yeah, yeah, I think we can make this happen. So, uh, I'm just, Dave and I are going to go do uh, the rock show, the heavy yeah, metal show. At two some weeks point. from the day. Two weeks from the day. Look for that online. Look for other shit that we take from everything else. But other than that, thank you guys for all tuning in. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we're out. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to the Mahai Podcast Reviews. For comments or sponsorship inquiries, please contact us at themilehighpodcast at gmail.com. That is themilehighpodcast at gmail.com.